Tamika. It's your boy, E-Rock Mim. Listen, we keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it uncut. All day. We are Marriage Takeover. Takeover. We help couples win in their marriage by identifying their triggers Woo. and breaking generational cycles. Boom! <laughs> Listen, we want to uh, welcome you welcome to... Welcome into this place. <laughs> oh, y'all Welcome. <laughs> Just when you think he's already done. We want to welcome you to this series of this podcast, Marriage and Ministry. Yes. We are so excited to have you. It has been phenomenal as we've been unpacking the different uh, series and the segments and the different guests and the different topics that we've been talking about. And we pray that it's been a blessing. So this episode is being brought to you by... Are you looking for accountability? Are you looking for personal development and growth and spiritual and emotional support? Hey, are you looking for community? Listen, if you are looking for all these things, we want you to know that the Marriage Takeover Connected membership is for you. Yes, it is. Listen, we meet every month. We have a wife's lounge. We've got bro talk. We have all the different things. We've got monthly classes. We have experts that come in. And um, it's an opportunity for us to pour into you, for you to be able to get what you need to start your healing process. So if this is for you, we want you to connect and get inside of the membership. So we're back, and if you're just tuning in, <laughs> this is uh, oh, marriage. And <laughs> if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is the marriage and ministry segment series for of the Marriage Takeover podcast, and we have the phenomenal Pastor Janal Alexander and his amazing wife Ellie Alexander. We've heard of, we know people closely that because they didn't set the boundaries and because in a way the church abused them, mm-hmm. they, they did mm-hmm. in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. Their family, though, including the wife and the kids have want nothing, nothing to do with the church. And when you see stuff like that happen, there's a, there's, there's something that went wrong yeah. because we should be leading them right. to be closer with the Lord. And so that's why I say that the people that are doing that in leadership of the church is not necessarily that they're that they're doing it uh, intentionally to be wrong, but they just don't know. And you just you have it's your responsibility. Mm. It's our responsibility as family members. It was my wife's responsibility to tell me I'm just tired of you being in church all the time and not at my house, right. not at home with the family. It was my responsibility when I saw. Well, actually, when I heard her after a couple of years, she was singing in the choir. I heard her telling somebody that I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm I got to check it. I went and I started checking it. It was it was late, but I checked it because I wanted to make sure that we were together and that we were on the same page and not that I was being abusive. Mm. That's some kind of. You know, that I'm, I'm misusing. I'm just coming home. Right. And when I came home, I was eating. I, I hang out with the kids for a little bit, but I didn't really spend time with you her. Retired. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my, it's our response. It's the person's responsibility to draw those boundaries. Yeah. I love it. Hey, I love it. I, hold on a second. I, I did have a question. I a question so hold on one second, though. <laughs> Ladies first. So as Ladies the worship first. pastor, 
How do you set or establish the boundaries? Because you mentioned, and it was such a great point, because I want everybody to know, right? And you all, if y'all know Marriage Takeover, y'all don't follow Marriage Takeover, you already know. So we don't have to share our hearts um, intent. But for those who might be listening for the first time, you know, this is not a bash on the church. You know that this is not, we're, we are exposing um, the spirit, number one, of religion. We are sharing what marriage and ministry looks like and then how you can overcome. And so- and also, at the same time, we also like to shine a light on the spirit of the vision that tries to come in when you think that you're doing a good deed, but when things is out of godly order. Right. And and that's right. what that's what this is uh, all about. Go ahead. And so how to help you to navigate marriage and ministry, just because a lot of times, a lot of our followers, a lot of the audience, they are leaders in the church. And right. so this is something that is, you know, people don't talk about it as much. And so this is not a knock on a pastor. This is not a knock on the, their ministry or any of that stuff. So one of the things, though, that I think is so important is that Sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes it's not because the leader is trying to do it to be manipulative or to try to be mean or to try to take much of you. It's just there is a need in the church and they're trying to fill the need because they believe that if this need is met, that they'll be able to give glory to God more, that it will bring in the people, that it will bring in, you know, the money, that they will bring in just the different things. And like it it moves the function of the church, if Mm -hmm. you will. So they see the need more than they are sitting and trusting and resting in God. And I think that's another thing too. So we, we speak the word, we preach the word, but we are always applying the word of God and trusting in him. So in that space, we will run certain people ragged. And oftentimes it's, the musicians, oftentimes it's the leaders, oftentimes it's those who are faithful. So how do you as a worship pastor? Um, you, you finna ask my favorite question right here. I don't think so. How do you as the worship pastor um, organize or set it up for your team to have freedom and not get burnt out in the ministry? Ooh, that's a good That's question. good. Well, you know, technology is a beautiful thing. Um, so when we moved here, um, when we was in Alaska, if you was in the choir, you just sang. You were there every week. Um, now we <laughs> use an app. We use an app at our church, which most churches all over the country are now using it. It's called Planning Center Services. There's another one called Worship Planning. There's a whole bunch of different others. We use particularly, specifically, an app called um, Planning Center Services. And what we do, we have schedules. I put out a schedule two or three weeks in advance mm-hmm. out for services. And you have a couple options. You, as the singer, as the band member, can block out the dates that you are not available. I will see that. And my other administrator will see that. And we won't schedule you. Or what I don't do that, then I'll see that, yeah, you've been singing the last three Sundays. I'm going to now have the last three weeks because we have Wednesday and Sunday service. So now I'm going to give you, I'm not going, um, I'm not going to schedule you for two weeks. Do whatever you want to do, um, but I'm not going to schedule you so you don't get burned out. Prior to COVID, we used to have rehearsals every Thursday night, except for the fourth Thursday of the month. And the fourth Thursday of the month, we just went and rehearsed because I don't want to burn people out. When you burn people out, you're not going to get the best of them. Right. And I don't want anybody to feel obligated. I, when it comes to worship, That's yeah, so there good. should be a little bit of obligation, but I don't want you to feel obligated. 
you know, when you go, they have a saying, you, when you're talking about serving, you should never use the phrase, I got to go serve. It should be, I want to go yes. and serve. Mm-hmm. It has that, that indication of, oh, I got to do it. Uh, it's an obligation. And there's the heart is out of it. But when you say, I get to go, excuse me, that's it. When I get to go, go. serve, that's mm-hmm. that is your desire. You want to do that. Right. So I try to make sure that I am scheduling people. Like as today, we were singing, and one of our main uh, sopranos was a schedule. Her and her husband, they both were on the team. They weren't scheduled, and they appreciate that because now they get to come to church, not really having to worry about they have to serve, but now they can receive. Right. They can receive and get a little fresh fresh revelation without the the mindset of, oh, man, I got to serve, I got to sing, I got to do all this, I got to remember the notes, I got to do all this. And now they can just come get poured onto. So now when they go to sing in another couple of weeks, now they can pour out. If you That's get poured good. on, you can get poured out. But if you're always doing, you don't have enough room to get poured onto, and then you have nothing to pour out. What becomes, it starts to become just, Little traditions that you mm-hmm. do. You're mm-hmm. singing, you lift your hands. Oh, you say the phrase. <laughs> lift your phrase. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, God, you're so worthy. Yeah. And we're singing it, but the heart, the heart is, not is not connected there. with the language. Yes. And so I try to do that with the team. I don't want nobody up there just doing the works. I want you to be connected to what we're saying, what we're singing. And it's not about our gifts. We're allowing God to use the gifts in us, but it's really about the anointing. And if you're mm-hmm. connected, that's going to make it easier Easy. for the anointing or on you. So then before it gets ministered to the congregation, now the Lord is ministering to you. And then what you're doing up there now, it starts to flow over into the congregation where now God's presence is now coming together and unifying the body of Christ. Okay, I love it. Man, that is awesome. Now, I, gotta, I love it. I got I gotta ask Ellie because um, you know, she's been being on the A V, you that's background. And I look at just what my daughter do with the church, and it's like, yo, she's there before everybody else. She's the last one out the door. And it's like when you begin to even just balance that, how was that also for you in the in the position that you have at the church? Um, I mean, it's fairly easy for me just because whenever I have to be there when I'm scheduled on the AV is also the same time he's got to be there. So we go together. We can, you know, we work together. And y'all use the same app. Yeah, the we, use, on we our use the app. same app as well. And I don't, he has me where I don't, I don't do it all the time. I mean, there's a few people that he can rotate around. And so really it's, it's not that big of a deal for me. I like, I like doing it. I like serving, you know, and I, I worship from the sound booth. Yes, she does. And I'm like, can you stop worshiping? I need the word. Please can you. Right. I need some volume. Hello. Right. I love it. Put the words back on the screen. Get your hands now. <laughs> I love it. Now, you mentioned earlier, too, how you all feed off of each other. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure it would be remiss of us if we did not um, just talk about your your spiritual gifts and how they work together, because I think that is so important when we talk about marriage and we how God has just been showing us. You mentioned that there is purpose right in the marriage and marriage in and of itself is a ministry. And it absolutely is. Mm -hmm. And. 
when you talk about um, we call it we call it a purpose partner. Like when you are married and God has linked you two together, there is a purpose as a result of your marriage. Right. There is a purpose as a result of how people see your marriage. And so because it is the image of God displayed here on earth. Right. Praise the Lord. What happened? Let's just let's try to figure out. We can figure out the number. I don't know. First time she said something happened, something went wrong. So it's probably the same thing that happened this time. So it's on our end? Our end is fine. It's on there. What was I going to say? Uh, you was going to the gifts and they were together. Mm hmm. Hmm. Okay. So we can hear y'all. No, we can hear. It's blank. Huh? Oh, oh, we can. Hear. We can hear you guys, but there's no visual. There we go. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Now, um, so, so since we had this, before you dive into it, because I do know we're we're coming up on the um the hour and a half mark because I, I did say two hours in the beginning right and that first email uh, i don't know i can't remember okay i think it was more than an hour and <laughs> a half uh, i'm literally going to break this this is going to be a two-part podcast is that okay do you all have time what does your schedule look like are we good for today we're, yeah we're good okay oh, okay <laughs> good okay okay cool how are we for the first segment though where are we time-wise on the first segment See if I can pull it up on my 30 minutes. See, you're talking about before the break, right? No, but from the time we started till now, we should be coming up on the hour, right? No, it's past the hour. Yeah, we're oh, past okay. the hour. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but chop it down. And then we just do the recording at the end. We do the prayer thing at the end, and then you'll chop it in and insert it. Yeah, we can do it. We can do prayer at the end and then do another prayer. We're okay. sorry, guys. We apologize. Oh, no, no, no. no. You're, you're fine. fine. You're, you're fine. fine. Just That's because it. we're going to do two different segments, I didn't want to stop the flow. Yes. Yeah, so we're just going to do the, um, yeah. No, sorry, no, no. You're, you're, you're good. Fine. You're good. You're fine. Um, we'll, we'll do all the other stuff at the end Okay. we can just cut in. So you mentioned earlier just about Hold on, baby. Oh, sorry. You got to get a countdown. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So you mentioned earlier about how you all feed off of each other and I think that it's so important, right? Because as when you're married and God has when God joins you together like it's purpose partnership, right? It's it's really about your what your marriage is ministry. And when people see you, your marriage and how you treat each other, how you love each other, it is a display of God's image here on earth. Mm -hmm. And so, so for somebody who might not experience or see anything else or not know God, they can see how you treat and love each other and know, oh, I want that. Wonder what, what that is. And then it starts to get them intrigued. And, oh, that's God. That's his love. That's his, his forgiveness. That's his, you know, it shows, again, all the characteristics of God and his image. So mm -hmm. when it comes to the spiritual gifts, mm -hmm. right, when you said that you feed off of each other, I don't think a lot of couples understand that enough especially in ministry, what, at what point did you know what your spiritual gifts were is question number one. And how they work together. And then how did you learn 
how they work and complement each other. Yeah. It's question number two. So they say they're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a lot of the gifts like um where oh I think we're switching everything. Okay. No, go ahead. Uh, um it, he's more in front of the audience and he's um you know, he's a worship pastor, he's he's always up front, but I'm I like being his cheerleader in the background. Mm. I have no problem with that. I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want, you know, but anyway, my thing is just praying for him. That's, that's bothering me. Sorry. (laughs) Distracted. Um, (laughs) Y'all gonna see the ugly one here in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, we, we both have lots of gifts. I think mine is just more background and not up front. I love prayer. Prayer is my thing. Um, peace. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I love to spend time with God. I like to be outside and be in God's creation. And I like to, um, I don't know. I mean, the people that you really should be ministering to besides family and you, you know, most people in church, I don't know if most as well, probably most are, are saved or at least the majority of them if you're in a good church. Um, so it's outside the church walls where really your ministry should be. And I try to do that on a daily basis, just at work, you know, every day, give people a smile. Um, I mean, there's quite a few times where I, I work in a pharmacy and I have people coming in they're dealing with cancer. They're dealing with all kinds of stuff. And it's a good opportunity for me to say, Hey, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be praying for you. I'll ask their name. I'll get information, you know, without being too in their business. But most people want to offer that information. And I think they can see God on you. And it's almost like a piece that they feel comfortable sharing their story or just actually Friday, I had a guy come in and he's, um, waiting for a kidney transplant and I got to share with him my husband how he had a kidney transplant and he was so just in awe and wanted to hear all about it and I was like you know what just keep hanging on in there because God's got a plan for you too and you know it's just those simple moments I don't have to be in front of a big stage or you know be in front of people but just those little moments where you get the chance to share God or you know, like you said, with the person on the, the, the bum on the street, it's like, yeah, those are the people that we got the most, you know, so we should be sharing and just wanting to show God in, in everything that we do. So I love it. That's, I don't know how it compliments him, but I, we're complete opposite. The two of us, are, <laughs> we're opposite, but we're not. <laughs> I, I'll tell you how it compliments us. So <laughs> she's a prayer warrior. She's yeah. an intercessor. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize that till I got sick. Mm-hmm. But he's someone that is praying. I remember we were dealing, we were having some issues with our marriage, me and her. Mm-hmm. And um, we were, we had this big blue sectional in our house. And, you know, we were doing stuff like, uh, you know, I'm mad at her, she mad at me, and we weren't talking. <laughs> right. We all go through Just, that. You know, <laughs> And we're, we're sitting on opposite sides of the couch. Mm. 
And of course, I didn't know this till later. Um, she was sharing with somebody. She's like, "Yeah, he was mad, and I was mad." And she said, "But all I did, I'll be sitting there, and she's, you know, she's looking at TV, but she was praying. She was sitting there praying over the situation, not just over me, but over the situation." And then she was like, yeah, and then a few hours later, he'll come back and say he's sorry. She said, because it was me praying. I was like, okay, all right. So I know that she's praying. Even in the bad times, she's praying over us. But even when I'm on um, on, on the platform and I'm yes, singing, yes, sometimes yes. there's spiritual warfare, not sometimes, all the time. Yeah. There's spiritual warfare going on, and you can kind of feel, Tamika, you know this. Yeah, yeah. You can feel the kind of like the blockage you're mm. trying to break through yeah. and the wall it's like, yeah. like right in front of her. yeah and then but i will see her and she's worshiping but i know she's praying mm. i know when people come and talk to her at the church she's shaking their hand and she's praying you know yeah. you don't got to be you know handle it, you don't got to do all come that now. <laughs> we tie my bow tie <laughs> come on now and right. the atmosphere totally changed so we we compliment each other. Yes, I'm more upfront, but she just did. She didn't want to talk about that, but a few years ago, prior to COVID, uh, got a word that saying that you're supposed to be upfront. Mm. She's supposed to be upfront, and so I told her, I'm like, yes, yeah, as, as you supported me, I should support you as well. And so, but she's shy. She doesn't want to want to be there. But when that happens, then I'm going to be there just as she is there for me, praying, covering her as well as she does whatever the Lord calls her to do. But that's how we balance yes. and complement each other. Her praying over me, I'm praying over her. Yes, I'm more upfront, but I still need that support. I still need that foundation behind me. I still need somebody when stuff is getting rough to know what to do yes. and how to do it. So you need somebody, you need a prayer warrior, somebody that already got the armor on and is prepared. Okay, devil, you ready to fight? I'm ready and be there to support you through all of that. So that's how we, I think, balance. Yes. And I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that because we do. Sometimes we will diminish prayer and, Oftentimes, and Ellie, I don't want you to diminish that it's not so much, you know, all it is is this because it's so powerful. It's so powerful. It is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, 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 and in actuality, it really yeah. is up front. Come on now. Because the yeah, spiritual yeah. warfare that's taking place, they just don't see you. Mm. But it is the because you're combating against the spiritual warfare when you're shaking their hands and you're smiling and you're giving them those encouraging words. It's like you are giving them hope. They're seeing the hope through you, through the, the hope that God is giving you. They're seeing right. it through you. And when you're shaking their hands, whatever they've come into the sanctuary with, you're wiping that away. Mm. Like it's diminished because you because of where you are, right. you're tapping into a place that is now preparing the way for Pastor Janal to be able to now be able to usher and minister. So you really are in the front. <laughs> I mean, I know God is going to bring you yeah, more yeah. places, oh, no, but when you say that they see him more, they see him more, but that spiritual warfare, yeah. because that's what it is. Yeah. That spiritual yeah. warfare, it goes before so that we can be able to tap in and to get access to. Yeah. It goes in before. And so I, because I've seen it at work in you all. And that was one of the reasons why I asked that because it's so important for you to understand what the spiritual gifts are and then how they work together and how they complement each other. Because 
no matter what's going on, you could tap into that place. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going yeah. on, you're leading the way. No matter what's going on. And like you said, Janelle, it ain't no, you know, like sometimes people don't see it. But when you are connected to a source, the source, mm. you don't necessarily have to see it. But if you are connected to the source, you know, oh, Ellie's praying. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. Right. I feel. I, I, feel I love that, and and I, because I've seen it, and it's such <laughs> a beautiful praying. display Hallelujah. of how your gifts work together. Mm-hmm. I, and I wanted to make sure that I, we said that. Yeah, you know, I still have that video clip when um, in Canada when you called up. So I, I, if I can fish it out and uh, dump it in here, I'm be like, Yo, oh, Lord. this is how it looks <laughs> when you are full. Yeah. Oh, I had the camera going, baby. I had the camera going. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, because a lot of times we're in this, um, uh, a lot of times we, we see, and I mean, you know, you've been around, you've seen where, just like you said, you've been able to recognize even um, the couples that are, that are you know, that are on the uh, worship ministry, you've been able to see the difference from them in knowing that, yo, okay, now you can get poured into. And so it's like, but at the same time, you're also displaying the example on what it looks like. You got another question? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're also displaying on what it looks like. But a, a lot of times as us as couples, we, a lot of times we tend to get caught up in the religion, please. And just, okay, you do you because you're, you're not, yeah. you're not happy. There's a void within you, within your marriage. And now you want to be mad with Jesus or there's one thing that I, I come to understand is that even with, with uh, marriages, because your gifts are so different from what mine are, we don't take the time to understand how they are working together. And so the enemy will use that to cause a rift yeah. to take place. Because at one point, yeah. she was, you know, her gift is given. I, I, I'm with it. Not then I was like, whoa, hold on. We just got this. What you mean, give it? No, we ain't doing that. No, wait, uh-uh. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're going to have to talk to Jesus about it. But, and it was like, but when I came into the understanding because by her giving, it didn't do nothing but open up a door for God to give a word. And I'm just like, oh, oh, that's what you're doing. But versus allowing it to become a rift, I begin to see God. Okay, how does how things supposed to work together? Because that's what your marriage, if your marriage demonstrates the characteristic of who Christ is, his character, then it has to work together because it still it still shows who he is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. I, you would normally write it down. Yeah. But I ain't, but Can I, I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's good that we, um, it, and it's great because I, I realize we've had people tell us that um, spouses don't recognize the gifts of each other. And so uh, I like what you said to me, because yeah, prayer, we can't do any of that. I can't get up there and sing if we, I don't have the prayer, if I don't mm-hmm. have that foundation. Now, I'll say this is kind of funny. We don't like standing beside each other doing worship. We don't like it because we're all busy worshiping the Lord, which you should be. You shouldn't be thinking about your spouse right. when you're worshiping. <laughs> you should be thinking about the Lord. Mm. But we'll be worshiping and hitting each other in the head and the hands up. <laughs> but we make, you know, we make, we made a thing doing worship. We don't want to stand by each other. You know, she's like, I'm glad you're up there because I don't want to be hitting you. <laughs> But we, I recognize her gift. You know, she recognized my gift, and they do work together. Yeah, they yeah. work together for the good, and it makes 
Uh, she's saying that she's in the background, but there's been people saying, I know you're praying. Yeah. No, I can feel it. And that's important. So, yeah, I try not to. I know I'm up front, but I try my best to support her in Mm -hmm. whatever she's doing. Yeah. To make sure that I'm not being, you know, somebody. She's been supporting me as long as we've been together. So I need to support her in what God has for her to do, whatever it is. And and when you're connected to God, it's easy to support the God in yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, you want you want God to be glorified is what it comes down to. So as long as he's being glorified, you know, and you, you can recognize that in your spouse and yeah. it's it, it's easy to get on board with it. Yeah. Wow. I, I love that's it. I know we're in the flow now because that was my next question. How do you support each other in, in ministry and, you know, support each other in ministry in the ministry roles? Now, that, that, that ain't no need. We're in the flow now. Come on here now. Come on. <laughs> Glory. I love My it. God, that's what happens when you got your, when you got Janelle and Ellie in the building. Hallelujah. Woo. Mika. Segway, Mika. Segway. Right. So, <laughs> so when you were, you mentioned earlier that you're very different, right? You're very different in personalities, I'm, I know. And then you're also different with when it comes to your spiritual gifts, right? So how... What was the challenge mm. when, J- Pastor Janal, when you wanted to move and do something, you're like, oh, this is what I know. And Ellie was like, Mm-mm, this ain't it. This ain't what I'm feeling. What was that? What was the challenge from? And I want to hear from the both of you. What was that challenge? Because, again, you're very different. God uses you differently. You hear differently. But she was resting in her gift like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. that don't feel right. That's not what yeah. that's not God. How was it? What was that so, challenge yeah. like? With me, it's all about like, if I don't have a piece about something, I know it's not, it's not either not the right time or it's not for us. And for him, when he's ready to go and ready to do something, <laughs> it's hard to stop him. But sure. like, no matter what I say, I can't, I can't stop him from thinking. <laughs> I mean, that's really where prayer comes in because God has to work on him. I can't, there's nothing I can say or do when he gets it in his mind to do something that will stop him from doing something. And if I don't don't have a piece about it, I just, you know, I I mean, I'll I'll try and share that, but sometimes it's a challenge. It it is a challenge, but that's when I know, okay, God, you have to speak to his heart about right. this situation. That's good. I don't have a piece about it. He's got it in his, <laughs> his never mind. Failed. In his mind. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. But God is faithful with that. And, um, you know, he hears our prayers. And he yes. does. He works in a way that we would never even imagine. That's what I, I think we just, we hold God in this little box sometimes because yes. we want him to do it the the exact way that we have pictured in our minds but it's it's so crazy over and over and over again i can't even say how many times god has done it in a way that is so much better Mm. than anything i could ever imagine think or imagine and you know his ways are just so much better so we got to quit limiting god and just let him work work on our spouse you know and and i have to have patience in the meantime wow too wow Come on. I love it. I love it. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. I love wow. that you said that, Ellie. Wow. <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah, uh, she, she's absolutely right. I'm, I'm kind of, I see vision, or I see yeah, if, I, if, I have a, if I have a feeling, I'm ready to go. And I'm ready. I already see the plan. I'm ready to do it. <laughs> and my hardest thing is to rely on somebody because I've always been kind of independent. Mm. And I didn't know oh, when good. we first when we when she got when we got saved, you know, we decided, okay, we're gonna live this life before God. I didn't know that that was her gift. I didn't know that she was kind of in the back. She was really in the background. She was smiling. She talked to people. That was it. But I didn't know that prayer was really her gift until I got sick. Mm-hmm. When I got sick, I started to see that that was what she was doing. You know, and this her prayer was um, beyond, Lord, lay me down to sleep. Lord, I pray my soul to keep. It was more of uh, she was warfaring. You know, she was praying over me when I was hooked up to the two ventilators and the doctors coming in and telling her he's not going to make it. He won't be until this Friday. He will be gone. He won't Come be on here. Now. And she's standing Jesus. on the word saying, God promised me. I've been praying. God promised me. Come on now. So when I, you know, that stuff, oh. that's when I was like, oh, wait a minute. My God. She she has a gift yeah. in that. And then, you know, she joined the prayer ministry. And it was different from other people that were praying. Not, And I'm not trying to single out saying that she was better. I'm not saying that. I'm just she saying. Yours, she is better. <laughs> she yours. She is better. She did it in her own way, and people would come back and testify about the prayer. And then that it wasn't just her doing it because people see her. It was when in the long times, in the morning when nobody's awake, Mm. she's up in there praying and reading her word and and covering me. And she is correct. If I have my mind set to do something, it's not too much going to change what my mind says. I'm going to do it. And so she'll go and she'll pray. And then all of a sudden I feel a different, like, wait, well, maybe, maybe she's right. Maybe I should. And that's when I found out. She's like, yeah, I just prayed because he was going to be stubborn. So I just prayed. And God just told everything that we've been through. God just totally changed everything to a place of peace. Wow. And so now that we know we're, we're more of, um, We'll, we'll talk about stuff, and she'll be like, I don't got peace about it. And so now our conversation is, well, we need to pray about it. We need to, we need to wait and seek the Lord about it. That's and then good. it's like it's never, it's never not been good. It's always God has worked it out perfectly. But that goes with I got to take responsibility where I got to yield to the Holy Spirit. Mm, She's praying, good. but I still got to yield to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And he's done it. He's done it every time where he changes my heart. And, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, that's, uh, I see I see what my wife was saying. And we just keep moving. And so I think that's how we get through all that. I, I love mean, it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love oh it. Oh, my God, yo. That. One of his gifts, too, is being a visionary. And is so he has, I mean, even in the stuff that he wants to jump into. It may not be the time right now, but he, he sees things and he is quite the visionary. And without him, I would be like, I would, you know, so I, I thank God that it complements us because yeah, he can see things more. I, I would say he's more of the visionary than I am, but it helps to pull me out too. So. Oh, that was beautiful. That was, that was, I might keep it for a little 
I love it. Oh, man, that is awesome. I love it. You got a seal and a prayer. Come on, a seal right. and an innocence. I love it. Watch out. I love it. Watch out. Dynamic duo, duo coming through. Right. <laughs> I love it. And what I will say is, again, we've known you all for a long time. And we weren't that close to you all when we were in Alaska. I think we got closer after you all moved. But I appreciate your authenticity. I yeah. appreciate yeah, yeah. how you both yeah. love God. I appreciate how you both serve God. And Pastor Janal, you may not know, but it was because of you and how you lived your life when I started to sing on praise and worship that I saw God differently. Like I was always seeking a relationship. I was like, it's got to be something different. It's got to be something different. But I appreciated how when, although I think you do more workshops now than maybe you did then, or maybe we weren't calling it workshops then, but it was just your teachings and helping us to understand when you are a worshiper, it's more than just singing. Mm-hmm. And to be able to see you all support each other and to love on one another, I appreciate that. And so I just wanted to make sure that I gave you all your flowers now yeah. because it was such a blessing. And even to see you all now moving and functioning where yeah. you are and going in ministry, it's um, it's been a blessing to yeah. me just because, again, your authentic worship, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So thank you both yeah. for that example. I just, and I, I want to just, I just want to say the reason why the, um, when we was in Canada, the reason why that stands out, that's something I have never forgotten. And the reason why I never forgotten because you know I'm I'm like you, Ellie. Hey, y'all, y'all got that on stage, the whole singing, singing down heaven and everybody. But what Ellie showed me was always staying ready yeah. and being and having that connection because it was the connection first because all you did was just look at her. I was like, did he blink? Did he, you know, do something? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was because you all were literally one. Connected, you know, yeah. for me, you all were one in the spirit. Yeah. And that way you were able to do and allow God to do what he was doing. And I was just like, wow. And to and to just see that and to just, and to just know that's like, yo, this how this thing worked together. And so I'm just, I'd like, you know, like she said, we, we don't want to give you flowers when the Lord decided to call you home. We want to give them to you now. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. can hold them and keep them and always smell them and just like, you know, they did say that. So, you know, we just want to, <laughs> we appreciate, I appreciate um, just what you do, just not out of, not out of show, but out of just who you are. Yeah. All right. So we are going to do a quick rapid fire with you guys. Right. So five questions. Five of them join. <laughs> five questions. Rapid fire. Go. Tacos or formal dining? Formal. Formal. <laughs> movies out or movies in? Movies, movies in. in. <laughs> <laughs> Vacation on an island? <laughs> <laughs> Vacations on an island or a mountain? Oh, Island. Island, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Spades or Jim Rummy? Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't play, play cards. <laughs> I, I, I play both of them, but he, he doesn't play them. cards. Okay, okay. <laughs> he never learns. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I got one for you, Jadal, then. Grill or um, um, with grilling either um, propane or... Char- charcoal. 
Charcoal. <laughs> and then a walk on the beach or a walk in the town? Walk in the town. I kind of like both, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind a beach walk, but yeah, I like walking in the town. Okay, sweet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't like too close to the water. <laughs> he doesn't like the beach. <laughs> oh, oh man! Well, thank you guys so much again. It's been an honor, and we so appreciate so, you. We and so yeah. we appreciate we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Do you have any last words of encouragement, or not any last words? How would you encourage the people? Um, again, the leaders in the church that are saying, you know, how do we balance marriage and ministry? What does that look like for those that are, you know, some people might not feel like because they're on a praise team or they're in the choir or they're ushering that they're leaders, but they're really our leaders in the church. How would you encourage those couples on today? Um, well, first, uh, we, this is a given, but you're, you need to have not religion, but a relationship. Yeah. Have to have a relationship with God, because then without having a relationship with God, there's no you can't dialogue with him. You can't mm. have a conversation, which we talked about in church today. Uh, our pastor was doing a series on being rooted and how mm. whenever you whenever you eat nutrients and um, you know like you eat like vegetables, but if you eat it one day. It does, doesn't mean it was going to help you for that day. But if you don't eat it for another six months, that's not going to be healthy for you. You need to continue to grow. You need to continue to eat your vegetables, continue to exercise, whatever it is to help you maintain a healthy lifestyle. Mm. It's the same thing with our spiritual walk. We have to do things to make sure we have to stay connected to God. We got to read our word. We need to pray. We need to be surrounded by people that can encourage us and important correct us in love Come on. so that we can move forward and get on the pur- get on the purpose that God has designed for us because we all have purpose. That's good. And so I kind of tell my worship team because especially on worship teams, you'll hear people say that's the worship leader and the singers are the background singers. There are no background singers on the worship team. I tell them we're all worship leaders. We're standing mm-hmm. up here leading the church we're leaders as a matter of fact before you get on the worship team if you said that you have accepted the lord as your personal savior you're living for him you have now became a leader because now you're supposed to lead others so that they can go get closer to god by your works by your walk by your lifestyle by the light let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the father in heaven so you're leading them to do that Mm-hmm. So make sure that we are encouraging them by building them up. I do a lot of build up on the team. So I have some singers that are not as strong, but they do a good job. And I'll sit there. And I'm like, man, you did good. And then what I notice, I notice they come back and they're doing better because of the encouragement. Now, a lot of times in the body of Christ, we don't encourage each other. Right. Come on now. We'll correct you in a, in a minute, but we won't encourage you to help you keep going, even if you didn't do it the way I wanted you to do it. You right. strive to do it. So I try to encourage them, not just with singing, but even with their life. You're mm. like, okay, what are you doing? I'll send out devotions to the team, just you know, periodically. I'll send a devotion out. And the response to the, to the devotion is like, I needed that. And that, that's when I know, okay, God, you wanted me 
to do that at that moment. So you got to make sure that you're encouraging them. You got to also make sure that you're living the life that you're on the platform. And I make my mistakes. I slip up. I do things that are not of God, but I try to live my life according to the word of God. And I try to live that in front, not just in front of everybody, but also in secret as well with us. And so we try to be that, that couple that, People can see as examples, yes. but I'm pretty upfront. I tell them, man, don't be looking at me thinking this is the way to get to heaven. Right. I'll tell them real quick because I might mess up tomorrow. But my heart, I always go back to David when come, when come David, on now, David, he did some stuff. He did some some crazy stuff in the Bible. But then God had the audacity to say, "This is a man after my own heart." And I look at that even in my life. It's like, man. Sometimes, yeah, I mess up, and then I'm like, well, God, there's no way that you're going to allow me to have the, to experience your mm. presence. Jeez. And I feel like he said, I'm not saying I'm David, but I feel like he's saying, you are a man after my own heart, because your heart of repentance is mm. what he looked at. Right. He looked at the heart of repentance. So when I repent, I'm like, God, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have thought that. I shouldn't have did that. And he looks at my heart and allows me. Mm. To feel his presence to a point where I'm just on my knees. And that's to me, if I don't feel his presence, that means I'm in some I'm in some trouble. There's something going on and I need to get closer to God. So doing all that, encouraging people, encouraging them through their actions, also the word of God, and also communication. I know in the church, I don't know about there, but here, you know, we come to church and then we don't we don't talk to each other for like so the next Sunday, <laughs> right. you know, we just, like, hey, how you doing? that's it, you know? Yeah. So I've taught the team. Um, I've taught the team that we need to spend time with each other. We need mm-hmm. to hang out, not all the time, but let's periodically take off the, you know, the, that old thing that we do on, on the platform. Let's just be real. Let's just hang out. If it is, if it's even just for a meal, let's just come and hang out. And then that's how people start to draw closer okay. to you. And then that's when you start to see people are like, I want to share something with you. My wife is a perfect example. People come and talk to her because we spent time with each other. And so now they want to talk to her and call her up. And, you know, we'll have people come. And she just had somebody come out of town, came out of town last week and was like, can we get together? Mm-hmm. And this that's the whole part of growing. You grow as you connect with people and you can get corrected. You can be encouraged. You feel like you can make it another day and in the world we're living in it's sometimes hard to see that there is there's there's another day coming but god allows that when we connect as uh as a community and we encourage each other to get to that next to that next step that's how we will do it far as encouraging other people to go forth and move forward in god that's good ellie yeah, so I would just, I mean, he said a lot of it too, but it's just so in, it's just so important that we live a lifestyle, not only inside church, but you touched on this too, but outside church. It's like people in the world need to see God in us on a daily basis. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Like, I love it. Let me get, let me get that left hand anointing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. 
How do we encourage Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a daily it's a daily thing, and it's just I think a lot of the encouragement is just seeing how others live and walk together as a married couple, the way we walk together, we carry ourselves and, and it's, it's not all easy. It is a difficult, challenging road to go on, but you just never give up. And you know that God's got you regardless, like God's going to walk with you um, through every difficult time, the good times, the bad times he's there with you. So as long as you have him first, I, I just, I believe that he's going to take care of the rest. It might not look like you think it should look, but it's okay. God's with you. He's got, he's got better plans, you know? Can I share this last thing? This oh, is absolutely. a really important thing. I've heard this in church, but you got to be personable. Yes. So yes. I had somebody come up to me and they were like, because I was on the platform, I didn't, I had never talked to him, but because I was on the platform, they thought that they could not talk to me. And sometimes as leaders, I don't think it's well, some of them that do it on purpose, but I don't think it's everybody that does it on purpose where we're in leadership and we kind of, you know, we don't want to talk to the, to the lower people. We don't want right. to talk to the, the Say that. And so when he said that, I was like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm a real dude. Let's talk. And so right. now you know, we'll go, we'll have breakfast. We'll have lunch because he thought he really thought he said, I needed somebody to talk to. I really did it. I didn't know. Who to talk to? I said, well, you can talk to any one of us. He said, I couldn't. He said, I didn't know that I could because y'all on the platform. That was his explanation. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm a real dude. Let's talk. And so listening to what he had, what he was going through, I was like, oh, yeah, you really needed somebody to just, for him to just vent. You know, I don't even know if I gave him, uh, you know, good. Well, I did give him a little bit good of um, uh, some, some information, but uh, and encourage them and pray with them. This has now been going on for a couple of years now, still talking with them, still encouraging them, but we need to be personable. We need yes. to be outgoing. We need yeah, to right. be able to you see them. Don't just walk by them. Hey, how are you doing today? Right. You got to start it off. The Bible said to go, not oh. to wait for them to come, right. but for you to go. You need to go. You're walking in. How, how in the world we're talking about we're the Lord is speaking to us and we're doing all this stuff, but we can't see somebody in need. Come on. We can't Come see on. it right in front of us. So we got to be personable. We need to be personable, be humble, and be able to listen and yeah. when we, and be able to be easily approached. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. My God, that is good. That's right good. There. That's good. Well, we want to thank you all so much for uh, joining us on today. We it has been a blessing, and I pray again that our audience was able to grasp the nuggets and the the um, the testimonies, and to be able to navigate their marriage and ministry just a little bit differently, just as a result of everything that you shared. Just because it was such a blessing, and, yeah, and again, we yeah. have seen with our own eyes. Um, I seen it with my own. Listen, eyes. don't do it. And so um, <laughs> we we appreciate you all, and we thank you all so much. Now, yeah. before we close out in prayer, did you have anything? No, because I, I would love for the intercessor to intercede. Oh, absolutely! And out, um, in prayer, <laughs> because listen, they they're just some. They're just. I'm a, I'm just gonna be one hundred with y'all. When you know your assignment, yeah, you become a target. 
And and I tell you, I thank God for I thank God for who he is. And one, I thank God for us knowing um, our assignment. And really, it's like, you know what? No, we we got to do it. Because, I mean, she'll tell you, oh, we ran into some we ran into some struggles trying to get a lot of this stuff together. Listen. And so um, and so in that, because we come to uh, man, listen, we come to understand. We know that, you know, the body of Christ is in, is in trouble. Yeah. And because of a lot of stuff is being behind the scene, you know, and it's like, no. Now, this is what the enemy is trying to do, because any way that he can kill your witness, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, it's fine if you go to heaven. It's fine. It's, I, you can go. You're good. But all of those that you are affecting, I don't I don't know. That's bad for business. Mm-hmm. And so in this in this in this is yeah. when we begin to shine that light, just begin to think like, what? Hold on. The enemy had me fooled, bamboozled, hoodwink, yeah. run amok. So it's like, OK, God, now I can see. I Now I can clearly see what you're saying, what you're showing. And so, I mean, you know, if the intercessor can intercede. Yeah. And right. Go ahead. Right before you do, um, Ellie, I just wanted to say you just reminded me just because I think when you say that the body of Christ is in trouble. Right. I think that um, I think it's important that we understand our assignment. Right. And we and if we don't understand our assignment, that we seek our assignment like never before, because the body of Christ is not so much as in trouble, but it's under attack. Right. And I think that God yeah. has placed people and he's placed the saints, he's placed the soldiers in position and in, in, in places, but they are afraid to come back against the spirit of religion. Right. The spirit of religion is keeping us quiet. Right. And what I am understanding more and more and more, like I understand the assignment that God has us on, which is marriage takeover, but it's in such a marriage takeover it's we're demithing and breaking down what god has already established Established. for marriage right and knowing that it's coming against the spirit of religion we have been fighting against the spirit of religion y'all like never but i've never seen it i've never seen it this heavy in all my life and so we get to certain places and we get to certain points and i'm just like god what is this and god what is that and then it's not so much as that we want to offend or to tear down any ministry because that's not what God is about but it really is about just us being able to show his example and then not being afraid to speak up and that has been our challenge we've had somebody tell us that our book was not of God because of the cover we had somebody to tell us that what we doing is not of God because of what we because of our authenticity and our thing. And, and for a yeah. minute, y'all, it got me quiet because I was like, God, well, are we doing this? Are we are <laughs> we that? Quiet, and God. so I was just like, God, what is going on? And when he showed me that it was the spirit of religion and the right. more that it comes, the more it tries to keep us silent, the more it tries to stop us. Right. I'm like, God, I will not be silent. And it's just been identified. Mm-hmm. What was it a week or two ago mm-hmm. that we are disruptors? Mm-hmm. And so being a disruptor, we have to be able to go into the enemy's camp and not be afraid. And so we've allowed the enemy to come Come and infiltrate the body of Christ. And we're saying it's okay. Come on now, mama. Our last live, there was something, it compelled my heart. Y'all, it broke my heart where this pastor and his wife, they've been married for six months. And the pastor is depressed and on drugs. 
Now, if that's not a direct attack on the yeah. body of Christ, I was like, this is no, and we're, we're being silent. And so I was like, God, whatever you do, however you do it. And then when we're approaching other ministries to try to be a part to introduce marriage takeover, it's the no's. Yeah. It's the no. We, and, and again, it's the it's not how we do things. Well, how do we do things if it's the body of Christ? How do we do things if we're not moving and we're operating in the things that God has said? It's right. because the spirit of religion, religion. is keeping us quiet. Yeah, yeah. And when you sit back yeah. and look, and when you sit back and look yeah. at it, um, is is forty to fifty percent of marriages, according to twenty twenty two, forty to fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Out of that, out of that. 38% of it are Christians. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to understand how can we, and the higher percentage, out of that 38%, uh, I think it was 21% are out of the black church. Yeah. And so it's, uh, and to me, all of it is alarming because, and don't, don't now, I mean, I throw some other data out there, but to me, it's alarming because, wait a minute, we're supposed to be an example. So yeah. how do we die to division? Yeah, yeah it's a direct yeah. attack on the body of Christ is what it is because we are out of alignment. We have allowed the spirit of religion to infiltrate the church. And now we sitting back kicking it, talking about, oh, yeah, we lifting our hands and we singing the songs and we doing all that stuff. Not realizing that the, the enemy don't have to do no work. He already there. Yeah. yeah! Wow, you said it. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, absolutely. So my heart is compelled. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I digress. So my heart is. No, no, no. We apologize. It's funny. It's, I know. I know we. Leave, I know we all want to shut it down, but it's funny. Probably about seven or eight months, and I, I'm of course I know y'all have already noticed it, but I was sitting in church and I just saw religion. Yeah. I saw it because we we have our habits, we have our stuff. And I don't really, I told my wife, I said, I don't really even think that people really understand when actually the Holy Spirit does come in. Right. And I'm not, nothing against them, but as Christians, we need to stand up and then stand out. We need to be loud. Not necessarily you got to be vocally loud and be like, you know, I'm preaching on the corner telling you that you're doing wrong, but you need to be standing up and standing out and be loud about what you believe so that the enemy can be defeated. But yes, the enemy is in the church. We are conforming. We're getting yes. comfortable Come on. with how things go. And we're not really, when we come to church, nine times out of 10, majority of people do, do not know how to seek his presence. Half of them probably don't know how to do it. The stuff that we're doing, we think we're seeking them. But we don't really know how to seek his presence. So now we're really on the emotional thing. We come and we feel good because Tamika sang a beautiful song and we're now happy, but we're not really focused Mm. into the Holy Spirit. We're not really in what God's doing so that miracles can happen. Mm -hmm. I'll say this last thing. We had some people that used to go to our church and they go to another church now. And I was talking to them, was talking to them over dinner. And he was telling us that um, the church, they really focused on the Holy Spirit. And they were, uh, the worship was going on and the guy comes up, uh, the worship leader was saying, the Lord wants to heal somebody in this ministry, in, in the church. And they kept continuing to worship, but the worship was so powerful. 
it was just like everybody was in tune, like the majority of that body was in tune with the spirit. And then the worship leader gave a little bit of instructions. He says, don't y'all do anything. Just continue to worship the Lord. We don't need you to go grab anybody. Just continue to worship. Long story short, uh, the guy comes up as they're worshiping. The guy comes up with the baby in his hand here in Atlanta. Baby in his hand, the husband and wife had no eyes, had no hands, no Jesus. arms. They had feet, they had feet. And they were worshiping. They did not pray. They just continued to worship. They yeah. worshiped for another hour or so. When everybody looked at the baby, eyes were there, hands were there. Come on, this It was 2020. Last year, it happened last year. So God wants to do things. He yeah. really, really wants to show himself. But we got to open up ourselves. We got to remove all that other stuff so yeah. the purity of the Holy Spirit can come in and then start making wonders yeah. start yes. to happen. Yeah. That's why the church is kind of, uh, I don't, I don't want to say that we're weakening because the power of God is always strong. But yeah. what we're doing as a body of Christ is weakening what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But man, when I heard that story, I was like, man, I'm ready to fight every devil because right. the Holy Spirit is ready. He's yeah. there. He wants yeah. to do it. But we have to get in a place. We have to take the responsibility to get in a place where God can minister to us and then use us. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love and, it. Oh, my God. It, it, you know, when I sit back and yeah. look at it, I don't know. Look, I love look, it. This thing don't I know. Our AB is like, hey. <laughs> sorry, this part two, this part two, this part two. No, you're good. Because you're good. It's like in this, in this season, like right now, when you begin to just sit back and look at marriage, God always talked about two. He said, where well, there's two or three, Gather together in his name, he's in the midst. Where there's two touching and agreeing, he's in the midst. It's where there's two, where there's two, and it's like, hold on. In marriage, everything you need literally is in the house. Yeah. He says, out yeah. of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So if God revealed it to you and then and then your husband come and revealed it to you again, right now his word is now being established. If we're looking, look, I look. Uh, yes, everybody was praying for 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 uh, for for Pastor Janelle. Everybody was praying, but Ellie was by the bedside, yeah. laying in. I've seen the miracles work, Hosha. Yeah. Because why? Because it all started at what God said. What He put together, let no man tear asunder. So when you yeah. begin to look at the impact of the church, it starts with marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And so, if you can, if you if you can always walk, imagine yeah. this. Imagine this. It's not saying that we don't have our own individual things, you know, because she like doing what she like to do. I like doing what I like to do. Mm-hmm. We get intimate with one another when I do what she like to do, and when she do what I like to do. But man, when it comes down to the things of God, and what God showed me was that we literally practice the very gifts at home yeah at home first yeah everything that we do in the church house we practice it at home yeah because and it's so funny and i i I love what uh what you had said earlier because that was my prayer god if 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 i can't see what's going on in my own house i don't need to tell nobody else what's going on in theirs and i was like and i i I (laughs) took it I said, I said, uh, my prayer was when the Lord called me to 
to the ministry, I said, God, if my house ain't right, I don't want to preach not nail word. And I had one minister say, I know, baby, we can try to close, but I'm just trying to show the importance of it. She done tapped me. But and he got um, the holy tap. One one um one minister said to me, he said, Man, if God needs to use, he's gonna use you. But I said, Okay. But just like, okay. And then all of a sudden the pastor asked me to speak on this certain Sunday. We went on one accord. Brother, when I tell you all I did was <laughs> read something like Jesus, where you at? <laughs> And brother, this one dude came up to me, man, that was a great word. I was there for five minutes. It was so watered down. I wanted to punch him in the face. It's <laughs> like, you know you ain't getting nothing out of that. Look, sit down. But but I went out, but when I went into prayer, I asked, I said, God, what what where were you? And this is exactly what he said. Well, you said if your house ain't right, that you don't want to talk into nobody else. Oh, I honored your prayer. And I said, My God keep that. Why? Because I'm honoring what God created first. He established husband. Yeah. He established marriage before he established before he established the temple. He built marriage. He created marriage before he created the temple. And so that's that that important piece when uh, um Lord and just so that y'all know, I just want to let everybody know that the Alexander crew, when I tell you these folks know how to have fun, and yes. love God, and I mean, when I say this brother can get down on the in on the, the grill, grill, yes, he can get down in the kitchen. I'm just like, wow! And it's just so fun to see Ellie sit back and be like, yes, do it, boo! And I'm like, oh my yes. God, let's oh, change that. Don't but, do that, yes, and, and, no, don't do that. One. It's, it is, but it's it is so it's so awesome to see the true, authentic people that are leaders in the church. Where they're not so heavily minded to where there's no earthly yes. good. And it's just so awesome. Even the fun that y'all had on Puerto Rico. I, I peeped that. That's all. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> we love us so, on Puerto Rico. Yeah. So, yes. I said, hey, money, that's cool. You, you ain't have to let us know because, you know, we're the guy that's a ticket and win. I know. <laughs> it's all right. I, we understand. Praise the Lord. But now, nah, we, we, we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you saying yes and coming on and uh, doing this, doing this two part. Um, podcast, man. This has been this has been so awesome. You got any any last thing for, for, for us? Oh man, you are welcome. So, uh, if you don't mind interceding and praying us out, we'll greatly appreciate it. Hallelujah. All right. Well, dear God, I just I I want to thank you right now for who you are. I thank you for this time together, God. I I ask that you would continue to bless um, Eric and Tamika with this this vision that you've given them for your yes, kingdom, God. God. I pray that it would glorify you in all that they do, Lord God, that you would give them more more vision, more anointing, more power, yes, Lord God. God, that you work Jesus. in their marriage, Lord, to fulfill yes, the assignment God. that you have for them. And God, I come right now against um, religion and mm. the spirit of religion, God. We take authority over that in spirit and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. And God, I just pray that you would, you would move move that those those religious areas out lord just just sweep them out of the house sweep them out of every area that are trying to attack um this yes. podcast that's going forward god and i just pray that you would you would give them just clear vision and and yes. all that they have to do and god i just pray that you would bless every marriage that every person that's listening yes, or god lord. god and that you would impact their lives and that you would continue to work on marriages as a whole in this 
in this nation, God, in this world, Lord God. God, that we would be stronger, Lord, as we walk with you, Lord, that you would give us vision, God, that you would unite even closer those marriages, those marriages that are about to to break and disconnect, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just bind them together, Lord, with you, Lord God. Mend every broken heart, God. God, be be their number one. Be the light in their marriage, Lord God. Help them to lean on you, Lord God, that they might fulfill marriage that you have. And yes, I just pray Lord. blessing over, over Tamika and Eric, Lord God, that yes, you would continue Lord. to bless, bless their families, Lord. In yes, Jesus' God. name, I pray. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Before we go, if you can, because y'all been married for 26 years at the end of this month, if you can just give our audience, and for um, both of you, you can answer the question, um, what is the one thing you can say that has helped you to keep your marriage together strong and full of joy? What is the one thing I that would, you can say? I would say just always date your spouse. Love that, it. You know, I mean, you got to keep it fun. You got to keep it going. And, you know, I, dating your spouse like it's like it's the first time. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I love. I say it. the same Enjoy thing. Enjoy each other. Laugh. Yeah, yeah we laugh at well, Tamika. No, she. Yeah, you guys. Right. You guys. Are all- <laughs> but in her sleep, probably. Huh? Yeah. We just continue. We we like we like. Um, someone told us that when we first got married, he said, "Never stop dating." So we try to do that. And so uh, that keeps things a little bit fresh. We're real with each other. Not everything is good. Sometimes it's sometimes it's a little rough, but we get back on the horse and we keep moving. And we like to laugh and joke around. And we surround ourselves with people like y'all, with people like y'all that are down to earth, and you know, kind of keeps us kind of uh, on the on the right path. So yeah, that's what keeps us. We continue to date. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Whoa. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. It, it was such an honor to have you. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in and for you all joining us with the podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm your girl, Tamika. It's your boy, E-Rock Nim. And we will see you all next time. Love you. Are you looking for accountability? Are you looking for personal development and growth and spiritual and emotional support? Hey, are you looking for community? Listen, if you are looking for all these things, we want you to know that the Marriage Takeover Connected membership is for you. Yes, it is. Listen, we meet every month. We have a wife's lounge. We've got bro talk. We have all the different things. We've got monthly classes. We have experts that come in. And um, it's an opportunity for us to pour into you, for you to be able to get what you need to start your healing process. So if this is for you, we want you to connect and get inside of the membership. But we want to make sure that we hang tight together. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and share so that we can make sure that we stay connected, all right? Oh, yeah. Make sure you join the Facebook group, Marriage Takeover, Body of One. And we will have all those links down in the show notes for this episode. Take over. Take over. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.